Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Stanley Calgary plays and won the Stanley Cup. We're the winners. We're the winners. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Going on, Flames fans, episode 70 of Blasty's Corner coming at you. It's uh, been a while, long hiatus. Um, two games have gone by in this 2023 2024 season. New captain was announced, an old coach was fired, a new coach was hired, a new GM was hired. Um, lots happened over the off season. Um, but Grant here with you. Co-host Chris, as always, is on the broadcast. How are we doing today, Chris? Oh, very good. Very good. Excited to be chatting hockey again. Yes. Yes, it uh, it has been a hot minute, as the young and like to say. Yeah, as One the young like to say. Is that is that you would know? I you know. Well, I guess so. Your parent. Yeah, that's why it took a hot minute. Um, (laughs) lots lots going on personally. Um, but we're back. So back in the air, and uh, uh, shout out to all our friends who listen. We're back. Thank you for your support, and uh, we're here. Um, first two games, you know what? I was actually pretty impressed with our first game of the season. That's two years in a row, Chris, that we've won our season opener, I believe. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. Two years in a row. And actually we've been, um, pretty good at winning our home openers apparently, but we had a lot of road openers for a while there. Oh yeah, that's um, true. But yeah, no, two years in a row. It's nice starting off with a win. It really is. Less yeah. depression. Um, yeah, yeah. But, we're not uh, we're not in an O and two hole like our neighbors up to the north uh, to start off the season. Had had to had to take that jab. Had to. <laughs> oh, too tough. To get tough losses to Vancouver. That's any chance division rival. Yeah, that's yeah. tough. Mm-hmm. Vancouver's looking good too. Speaking of. Um, well, it's hard to tell, you know. Yeah, I guess they're playing really against, a, and they're playing against a defense deficient Oilers team. They got Eckholm back for the second game, didn't they? They did, but still lost. Yeah, well, yeah. That first game was atrocious, though. I didn't watch it, but you know, well, eight to one, like Jesus. I, I, I was getting the highlights from my. Uh, my, my my group chat that are for some reason all oiler fans except for me hmm. it's really oh, nice when, fun. yeah oh I, I mean it was i was smiling i didn't i didn't shoot a lot of messages that day but, uh, <laughs> because i i feel like it'd be foolish this early on in the season you know right but, uh, yeah uh, just you know just because we got like what four games against the oilers so i don't want to yeah give them extra no, ammo no yeah totally yeah um, but no, the the first game uh, that the Flames played against the Winnipeg Jets, I thought was was impressive. Um, I, I I I will admit I, w- I I did despair a little bit. Uh, Markstrom let in a few, a couple, not a few, a couple. One, one, one battle. Yeah, yeah. The, the little wrist shot from uh, yeah 
Kyle Connor. Connor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was, it was very, that was very, uh, last year, Markstrom, very vintage yeah. memories. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing those little wrestlers go through him. But like, yeah. honestly, he was pretty fantastic in that game. Let's, let's be honest. I mean, he, he did make a few it. good saves. Yeah. He did make a few big saves. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it was nice, nice to see. I mean, one of them was an empty net, but it was nice to see Andre Manjapane get on the board twice in that game. Solid first game for him. Three points, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Two goals and an assist. Um, Mackenzie Weger got on the board, uh, first game of the season, which is probably huge because I don't think he scored for a while after he moved. Um, last year, um, no, Rasmus Anderson yeah. had a big shorthanded goal. Like that was that was a very pretty sequence. I thought, um, good on Lindholm to uh, to to take to hold on to the puck for that extra second down low, uh, just so Rasmus could come skating into the into the play. And man, he wired that, picked that corner, picked it. Pick that corner with a load of money. Uh, he could have a good year this year. Uh, yeah. With the coaching change and look for a penalty kill to do more of that. I know with Sutter, I think they were pretty strict on going Pucks up. down now. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, you know, just Sutter Pucks was deep. very strict. Yeah. If you're on the penalty kill, you know, don't, don't do anything fancy. Uh, I, think one, I think one one year we were like leading the league in short handed goals or something. It was maybe it was a Hartley year. I can't remember, but. Yeah, that um, sounds familiar. Yeah, I think it was a Hartley year. But uh, those were the days. Oh, yeah, <laughs> interesting those times. Days. Yeah, no. Uh, as we said, yeah, we no. That first game was was really nice. I mean, it was nice to win. I I, I felt. And I mean, did you watch it? Did you Did you get a chance to watch it? I did watch the. Yeah, I did watch that first game. Um, I didn't get to watch the second one as much. Yeah. Um, was running around, uh, had it on in the background, but didn't really get to watch it. But, um, man, I, I did in that first one, I did panic a little bit when, uh, when Shifley tied it, um, Mm -hmm. not late, but you know, six minutes left, it was like, Oh, here we go. Um, and then, uh, man, what a shift by that top line. Uh, a few minutes later, just taking advantage of a gassed Winnipeg Jets line, you could just tell, man. Like, <laughs> not not to beat on Sutter, but like, man, we would have like started our fourth line on that scenario. Like, he, yeah, yeah. I feel like he just is so clueless in those situations yeah. sometimes. Like, oh, got to roll four lines, no matter the situation. Got to roll yeah. four lines. Long season, eighty-two games. Yeah. So, Put out your stars and they get a huge goal and we win the game because yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was it was a huge, huge goal. I mean, it was a game winner, obviously. Um, but just the execution. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, uh the the tenacity to go down and and get that puck back to Huberto and then uh Huberto finding Munjapani behind the net and then no look, just trusting Lindholm would be there. I'm sure he he called for him because yeah, Kupari was just oh my god, he was like he just had mm. cemented his skates. Just you could mm. just tell he like tried pushing Lindholm away, but he's just like noodle <laughs> arms, couldn't do anything. Um uh, well, streaky you know. one, yeah. <laughs> you, you hate to see it, but you love to see it. Yeah, right. When it's big a, goal, it's on our, for us. Yeah, yeah. No, totally. And that's got to be the worst feeling in the world. If you're if you're Kupari, just like fuck, like <laughs> you know it's gonna happen. Yeah. It's just you can't do anything to stop it. Just oh man, yeah, yeah. I know it's such a nice play from Manjapani. I, you know, I try that all the time in real life. It never works out. What the heck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, oh, really, he had, yeah. He, he had a yeah. That's right. <laughs> behind the back, behind the back, no look uh, right yeah. up the middle. You know, yeah. never on the tape of anyone else, but the no, enemy. No. But yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it was uh, a nice play from him. He had a really good first game, and he's he's de- debuting on that first line, right wing position to start. So we'll see how long that continues. I thought he kind of struggled in game two. So yeah, that yeah. whole line, I thought they, I mean, weren't 
we had, we we, uh, we had ups and downs in game two. We had a really dominant second period. You know, there's flashes of goodness, and then uh, a couple gaff, and uh, there were bad ones. Anytime, anytime you let in five goals in a period, like that's just man, Pittsburgh yeah. just fucking steamrolled us in the third period. Like that was, yeah, just the 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 first minute, you know, giving the yeah. puck away to Crosby or yeah, whatever we did, not good, not good, and then yeah, not like honestly, much, but I can't even blame him on any of the goals. Like they're all pretty. He, he, he had and some, Markstrom. He had some spectacular saves. Yeah, he was really good in the first yeah. period. Like they could have been five nothing in the first. Like Penguins were lighting us up in the first period. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you know, just the the ones they scored were just turnovers and some maybe bad reads on a couple plays from a couple players led to a two on one. That was, I think, the two one goal. Uh, yeah, forty-one seconds in. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and then you know, and then that you know, there's a set face-off play. You know, which is adorable. It's just a lot of individual mistakes. So okay, so those things will clean up, I think, a little bit. But you hate to see it all happen in one period and cost us the game. But is what it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Early on in the season, tough one. Try to forget about it and uh, and go on, but I I mean it was it was embarrassing. I I, I will say uh, that was that was a pretty embarrassing period. Like you you know it's bad when when uh, they score the goal, they score the second goal before they finish announcing the first one. It's just like oh, man, they had to fix it. <laughs> yeah, they had to re- the re-announce the first were, one. Yeah, yeah. You didn't finish with the with the assist, so you just oh, fucking yeah. announced. Yeah, it was just just man, bad. Rattled. Yeah, you be that's gonna happen. Though. Yeah, a little and, lucky goal. I mean, he's got three yeah. points in two games, so yeah. he's looked good in, in flashes, and that took a while for him to look good in any moment last year. Yeah. So, I mean, he. I, it is a little concerning that he's not showing up until the third period because late in the third period because he did that in the first game too. But, I mean, again, small sample size. It's two games. Yeah. Let's give him a break. Um yeah, I don't think he's going to be that player, and that maybe like you get your thoughts on it. But like, I feel like he's the player who, um, just kind of is sort of quiet and makes a few plays that are like really elite, and ends up with a couple points because of it. Like he made a really nice play to Sharon Govich, and I think it was the second period, mm-hmm. and Sharon Govich kind of flubbed it. I mean, he had a breakaway, and he kind of ended up just <laughs> losing the puck on the stick. Um, great that was a really good chance and there was a couple other ones too and um no i just i'm seeing them in more frequency from him but yeah like he's not gonna be he's too slow to i feel like be a dominant possession player hmm. in this game that's just my my own personal take he's not super physical he's got a good shot but he's a pass first player he's very alex tangay to me reminds me a lot of alex tangay hmm yeah yeah, anyway. that, that, yeah. Actually, re- now that you very, now that you mention it, a very rich Alex Tangay might have Yeah, very it. rich. Yes, yes. Uh, Much richer Alex Tangay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, you're right. I mean, that was one of the things that I wish Tangay would do all because he had a great shot too. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but he never used it, especially when he was playing with with Aginla, and you could tell he was pissed at him. Like fucking shoot more, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you don't need to feed me the puck. I'll score my own goals. You can, you yeah, can shoot, exactly. I can get the puck whenever I want. I'm Jerome McGinley. Yeah, yeah. No, he he definitely. I remember him passing up prime opportunities to shoot, and um, when he did shoot it, it's like, dude, it's the same thing with Jonathan Huberto. Like he's got yeah. a great shot. He does. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he just. I don't know. I don't. He. He was in the thing. slot. He was in the slot, I think, in the second period, like a three-on-two, and he tried to pass it. And was like, oh. he, he made a nice play. It was just a little off. I'm like, man, one, yeah. those are the ones that you're like. You just got to bury. Can, you can take the slot shot and just shoot yeah. it. Yeah. See, he needs to take he needs to take some notes out of Matt Coronado's book because he's fucking wow. – Coronado has looked every bit the NHL player that he projected to be. He scored his first goal, and what a goal that was. 
I'm happy it was like it was that it was like that and not as a it's like a random goal that hit him in the shin or something. Mm-hmm. It was like a yeah, you're right, like a beautiful yeah. shot. Yeah, nice, nice pass. But you see how Coronado like found the space, right? Like he was kind of yeah. sitting in no man's land in front of the net. He just popped out, like yeah, not a, not a great angle by any means for a normal shooter. But yeah, but just nice play and ripped it. No back, no wind up. You just yeah, crazy. Yeah, it was nuts. And that's that that shows that that is an elite hockey mind to be able to do that, like to to have the wherewithal in what your second NHL game like preseason is preseason, but like, this is, you know, your second NHL game, you're playing against Sidney Crosby, Jake Gensel and, and, you know, the Pittsburgh crew, not an easy uh, matchup, not an easy matchup by far. You're on the top power play, um, with the best guys on the team. That's a lot of pressure and, uh, yeah, just no problem. Just, uh, yeah. Get the puck down low, throw it back to the point. Um, you know, draw the defender in close, and then when he's not looking, just find yourself some empty room and just fucking rip it top shelf where grandma keeps the cookies. Like what a I, shot. It was perfect. Yeah, it was perfect and heavy. He's yeah. just he really I think he's gonna surprise a lot of goalies this year who don't who don't do their research. Uh, like he can fire little wristers and they have some weight on them. Heat. Like very Heat. like I don't I know I'm gonna make a flames compare, but he reminds me of Aginla. And like Aginla yeah. used to just fire those little wristers, but they were yeah. so heavy. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not I'm saying sure. he's gonna be Aginla, but well, similar I mean like similar uh style shot, I think. Like maybe better even. I don't know, but Having Iggy on the team as a special assistant, I'm sure oh, I forgot about that. we'll be able to. Yeah. I mean, he's he's going to be there, though, every step of the way, giving yeah. these guys advice. So um, that's going to be huge for them. And, I mean, man, well, it's just, just what a scene, too. Just, like, as soon as he scored that goal, it, it felt I it, it felt good seeing him celebrate with, you know, like, Lynn, like the guys, right? The like he's he's one of the guys now, right? Like, he's 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 got to be... Well, he's he's seen as a foundational piece, a, a future building block, and just seeing him celebrate with the current ones, Kadri, Huberdo, Lindholm, Rasmus, like that's pretty neat, right? And you could tell they were all super happy for him. And um yeah, it, it is hyped. it is it is a bummer that Jacob Peltier is not with the team though, um because of that shoulder surgery uh in the preseason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a tough, tough. one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think. Mean, I mean, I talked. I chatted about this with my brother. Literally, just and we were like, it's probably going to happen to Pelche because that is a play that, you know, if that guy doesn't hit him there, another NHLer is going to hit him, and he's going to suffer probably another injury. I mean, because he just turned towards the boards and was not strong in his feet, and it's not like the other guy. That hit him, hit him hard. Mm-hmm. Like he kind of just bumped into him. Like he could have finished him a lot harder, to be honest. I yeah, if you remember the play, but I didn't actually see it. Oh, he, he just did a cutback, right? Like it was a little cutback. I think something that Johnny would used to do, but he, he was just a little bit too light on his feet, and the guy kind of was surprised by it and like definitely shoved him. But like he was really easy to push over, and yeah, he went head first into the board. Oh, <laughs> so, we were just saying like, yeah, you know, if that if it doesn't happen now, like if he does that play, you know, a lot, like he's he's gonna get hurt. Yeah, doing that. So. I don't wish an injury on a person, but I mean, um, a shoulder is probably, I think it's a shoulder, shoulder or collarbone. Do you know? Shoulder. One of those. It's probably one of the lighter ones that you can get, you know, going head first in the boards. It looks pretty bad. Yeah. He was, he was lucky, I think. Freaking so, neck. Yeah. Yeah. True. I feel like shoulder would, is, uh, yeah, over, over neck, collarbone, or shoulder. I think you'd pick shoulder. Um, yeah. But still, that, that, that will definitely eat into his development, and um, I just it hurts the team too because he's such an energy bug for us too. Totally, yeah. And he was he was primed for a major step up, and 
uh, a bigger role on the team. Like it just, it's, it's, it sucks seeing him there. Um, it is, it is too bad. Um, but I mean, Hey, it's, uh, it, it is, I, I did want to circle back to, um, Manjapani being on the top line. Cause that, that was supposed to be Dubé's spot. Um, yeah. and, uh, going into the Winnipeg game that was supposed to be Dubé's spot. Um, Husky even said, yeah, like, you know, Dubé's going to be the guy who's supposed to provide energy and get to the front of the net and make himself available playing with Lindholm and Huberdeau. Um, are you surprised that, uh, they moved Manjapane so quickly up there? Uh, yes, no. For one, I thought both of their preseasons, Dubé's and Manjapane's, were awful. Hmm. I thought they, I, I don't know if, you know, it's preseason, so it's tough to read, but like they weren't very good. And they were getting out, everyone was getting out shined by Coronado. Yeah. But, you know, like show something. And I don't know, Manjapane kind of looked lazy to me in the preseason. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Dubé. Uh, I don't know. I I haven't even noticed him in these two games. Yeah. So that's like I don't even know I, what line he's playing on. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Like, if you if he's that invisible, so that's why I say I'm not that surprised. But I'm like, also, Manjapane wasn't like super noticeable in the preseason. I mean, he wasn't on the first line to start the season, so I don't know if that was necessarily earned. Maybe it was just a merit thing, but he definitely. I mean, he earned it for the second game. He got three points in the first game. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but Dubas got to step up a little bit. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's 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 hard because uh, we've we talked about this last season, um, and I feel like I've talked about it ever since Dubas been with the team. It's like, man, at what point is he? Is this guy going to break out? Like, it's. Um, he like it will show flashes of of really like being a good NHL everyday player, and then he just is gone for long stretches of times. Um, mm-hmm. You know, again, this is the first two games, but the fact that you know he's not seizing the opportunity is 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 a little concerning, um, especially since you know he was given that opportunity to play on that top line and um you know the fact that huska (laughs) changed mid-game like that that was something daryl would do so like i feel like you know he's very cognizant of not doing what daryl did um but oh yeah huska's his own huska's his own coach that's for sure yeah the systems they play i think are similar but there's some some key differences i think we'll see Mm -hmm. um yeah so I'm, I'm excited uh, where our power, how our power play is going to do with uh, Mark Savard there. Yes, yeah, that's uh, um, that's going to be really cool. Um, I, I didn't, I never finished reading that article um, about about Mark Savard, but uh, we should we should take a quick break and then um, when we come back, I'll bring that up again. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This episode of Blasty's Corner is brought to you by DraftKings. The NFL season is going strong and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet 5 bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game this October. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN, only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 
21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 180, 68 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms and responsible gaming resources. Now back to the show. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. And we're back. Uh, so before the break, I was uh, talking about Mark Savard. Um, there was an article on The Athletic about, uh, like, basically, like, uh, how he ran the uh, the OHL team that he was that he was coaching. Um, actually, Wyatt Johnston of the Dallas Stars was was a big star on on that team, while Savard was the coach there. And it was very fascinating just just listening to, you know, or reading about what um, what those players were saying about it. How Mark just is very um, like just trusts his offensive players to be creative and like do what they want, basically within reason um, in the offensive zone, um, but also is is open to very crazy like out of this world ideas. Um, they were talking about one play where this was on the power play. Um, the, like his team, Mark's team would have a guy behind the opposition's net. So they would have the puck in their own zone and a guy would be behind the net on the opposing team. And so the defense were all confused because they're like, well, what the fuck is he doing? They're going to be offside. Um, so to, on the breakout, they come rushing out and the guy behind the net rushes back towards the, uh, towards the neutral zone. Um, and so the defensemen are kind of like, they have to have their heads on a swivel cause they don't know what the guy behind them is doing. Um, and so as soon as he exits the zone, uh, they break into the zone and then I think they drop it back to the guy who turns like does a button hook and goes back in and then they set up the play that way. And then there's so much chaos because like the coverage is all fucked up. Like the players don't know who to, who to defend and um, just like crazy plays like that. Um, I I don't know if we'll see that (laughs) with the flames. Um, That'd be a pretty crazy thing to do, but uh uh, it, it was it was really interesting to 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 hear about that and um he apparently had like a uh he wrote down like every, wrote down every single play that he thought of um but unfortunately there was a uh there was a flood that happened um and it like caused a bunch of damage to the offices in in the stadium that they were playing in uh and then this book just disappeared um so people said oh like it 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 got washed away by the flood, but he said, "Like I'm not convinced that some of the assistant coaches stole it and didn't tell me." Um, <laughs> which is a pretty Mark Smart thing to say, I think. Uh, but uh, but yeah, to your point, um, I, I think the power play is going to be fun to watch this year. Yeah, I would love to see that little uh, trick play. Uh, anything to help our break-ins are awful. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, that'd be kind of fun, and it would it would cause a little bit of ha- havoc. Yeah, you don't really know where that guy's coming from, so he could change sides of the ice. He can go multiple directions. Yeah, it would it would just make people think a little bit, at least. Yeah, and and one thing that um, he really stresses is constant movement, like constant movement of the puck of the bodies, so that like constant switching, so that the def- defenders are always having to. Um, basically keep their head on the swivel and by doing that you're opening up more blind spots mm-hmm. um, because they don't know necessarily who the dangerous option is um, so if you're constantly moving then uh, I, I think that's you know I, I, it makes a lot of sense um, watching oh, a few sure. of those plays happen in, in real time like um, you can tell that that defenders are confused when when guys are kind of switching around and skating between guys and switching. Um, it's opening up this uh, option, but then when guys, even when guys do identify a cross seam pass, um, they take their eyes off of the puck handler. So then 
he has more options, right? Um, so yeah, it's going to be fun to watch. Um, we can expect constant movement and, and constant switching and, um, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, another part of that switching is like, you're not just playing against the same guy. Yeah. You might, you might have Coronado on your, on your side defending Coronado, but then all of a sudden you have a left, left-handed player on that side and it makes it a lot harder just like, you might know how to play against one certain person, but you know that just makes you think a little bit harder and uh, causes mistakes. So, yeah, very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it'll be fun to be fun to keep an eye on that. Um, and uh, I wanted to ask you about uh, your thoughts on the leadership group this year. <laughs> oh, the leadership group. Ah. Mm. I mean, who is much. it here? Who is it here? We got Bathland, the captain. Bathland, the captain. Uh, yeah. Huberdo, um, Anderson, Lindholm, Lindholm, and Tanev. Yeah. So uh, the, only, the only person I probably wouldn't have in there is uh, Lindholm. Maybe Huberdo right now. Yeah. Huberdo just because he's a little bit too new. Mm hmm. And uh, I mean, yeah, he had a rough year last year, so I don't know. I mean, obviously the guys are back, and if he's a part of the leadership group, um, Lindholm obviously is dealing with the contract situation. So, yeah, having him as a leader is kind of interesting when he's got one foot kind of out the door. Yeah, I mean, it's a contract. It's a contract year, so I mean, he's going to be playing hard and you know doing his best to get the best, most money he can. So I mean, he'll have a good year, but. I don't know. As, as a guy in the room, like, why is this guy, you know, leading our yeah. team maybe, but I'm not in there, so tough to say. And uh, I think Backlund's a good pick for, for captain. The only other person I would have maybe made it is Rasmus Anderson, just because Backlund's kind of old. And Yeah. Uh, Rasmus Anderson, I think, is a pretty good defenseman, top pairing defenseman. Uh, clearly, the, the guys love him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and he'll go to bat for... You know, he'll fight. Anybody. He'll yeah. He'll chirp. He'll you know. Oh, he chirps all the time. Score. Yeah. He'll he'll yeah. do. He does it all. You know. He's he's very captainy material to me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, Backland, I think is is you know he's a leader of that room too. I mean, I think everyone loves Backland in that room. So, and from what I've been hearing, you know, um, he was basically the captain last year. You know, without saying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, fighting with the coach over his uh, bullshit, let's say. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah, you know, it just, but it, like I said, you know, he signed a new deal. It's a good deal, actually, I think. Really good deal. Yeah. Um, But, you know, he, yeah, it's a couple of years, and then we got to name another one. Yeah. Which I, mean, I guess, which I guess is fine. I mean, he's earned it. So. Yeah, I think so. And then, yeah, the next one, probably Rasmus. I think so. That. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, what, what do you think? I mean, I... yeah. I mean, I, I was also, I think I was also, I mean, Lindholm has been an assistant for the last few years. Um, so I guess it makes sense that like you'd be stripping him at that point. And then I feel like he's still a leader in the room. If you strip the A from him, you know, that's going to, that may or may not affect his contract negotiations. You know what I mean? So I, I feel like that's probably why they made that decision yeah. to just not strip him. Um, I found it interesting that they stripped Nazem Kadri, but um, right. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel like, I don't know if Nazem would, would, would be irked by that, but um, it's got to show up on the ice. It's yeah. Show up. Yeah. Um, I think adding Rasmus to that is was it was a good decision because I feel like it was between Lindholm or Rasmus and oh, sorry Backlund or Rasmus and I, I I think Backlund was the obvious choice he's he's earned it like you said like he's man he's been in the league for yeah was it 15 years 16 years yeah I mean he's something like that he, he came in pretty young yeah. 15, yeah, 15, because I think he started in 20, he was 20 years. years old. 
Mm. And all with the flames, obviously, which is yeah. rare now. Yeah. Yeah. So that I, I feel like that's that's the obvious choice. I mean, like you said, everybody loves him. Um I I mean I I'm a I'm a fan of Backlund, of course. Uh but mm. me too. You know, and I, I think that was a good choice. Yeah. I think I think one thing that is underrated about Backlund, uh, maybe from the fans, but not know so much in the league, is he makes a lot of young players a lot better. Yeah, like, you know, like when when young players come up on this team historically over the past few years, like guess who they're playing with? It's it's usually Michael Backlund to start. Like they will usually get a rotation. Man, Japani went through it, Kachuk went through it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like you're playing with Backlund, like because because he's so responsible and he just makes it easier to play hockey and to learn the game that way. So, um, and you see Coronado there too. At least to start, he was with with yeah. Backlund, I think, on last game. And I don't think that's going to change. Yeah. Uh, and, so, yeah. No, go ahead. That was it. No. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I was just yeah. Sorry, I was just going to say that in the preseason when Matt. Coronado was being inter- interviewed and he talked about how that that exact thing, right? Like playing with Bax is, has been amazing for him to learn the game because Bax just does everything. And like the, and that's that's what that's what Coronado said, like he does everything. And that that really that really just frees up that player to to just be able to focus on their game and play their game. Um and yeah, the, it, like you said, he's he's so responsible. Backland is in his own end, um, and he's he knows how to play the game. So like um, having guys with him, you can tell that he he's definitely like a calming presence out there on the ice, kind of like a Chris Tanev on 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 the back end there. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's it's been it's been a a pretty. I mean, last game wasn't great, but um, it's game two. It's game two. Yeah, we were we were five and one last year, so yeah, I got to give this team at least uh, right. twenty games to yeah show their merit. Let's say yeah. Any uh, any not. any thoughts on on Yegor? Too early. Yeah. Too. I think he's played with a lot, bunch of different people too. Yeah, he's 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 kind of been um, thrown around quite a bit. Like, uh, and he's obviously not starting on the top line, which I think is. Uh, not necessarily where he should be, but I think that's where he has the best opportunity to actually put up points. Like if we if we play him like we did, uh, like he did in New Jersey, where he's just not getting a lot of good opportunities with with scores, he's not gonna. I don't think we're gonna see this guy score by himself, type of thing. No, um, that's yeah, that's that's why I was I was a little surprised um, that uh, you know they 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 made a big a big. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? They made a big like gamble. I guess Conroy. No, Conroy's like Conroy made a big point about how like oh yeah, you know like when Yeager was in New Jersey there, like he scored 25 right. goals. Um, but then like he kind of got buried on the third line because um, like he played with Heeshear and then played with Hughes and didn't really produce. So then they buried him on the third line, and that's just not great for his success. But well, they're we're doing the same thing here. Like, you know. Yeah, so far. I mean, yeah. I think <clears throat> and, and, you know, it's a new team, too. So, like, yeah. We always like Flame Shans. I think every fan has high expectations of new players. But I mean, he's coming to a, a very different system, uh, different conference. It's going to take some time before, you know, he gets, he's just a little bit slow right now. I think, at, like, understanding where people are going to be and where he needs to be. Uh, to get these scoring chances, I, th- I I'm not gonna write the book on him yet. I mean, you might have to give him even a year, well, to be honest. I, like uh, at least like 20, 30 games. Um, he might not have a good year this year, but I wouldn't even write him off for next year. I think it might take him some time. And I, I just hope you know some other players who had down years last year, like Manjapane, and uh, you know we brought up Coronado. Obviously, I hope some of that they can replace the scoring of Toffoli. Yeah. Because uh, I wouldn't put it on Cherengovich's shoulders right now. No, not, no, not, no. not at all. <laughs> I think I, I, I do think he was more of a, like like a, kind of a mid to, to long-term gamble. W- would it be nice if he was amazing right off the bat? Sure, but I you know I don't think it's realistic for 
for a lot of players. I don't think it's fair either. No, no. To to expect a guy to come in and, you know, what like be your savior or something? Like that's that's not especially when especially when you're Yeah. Like you're trading a guy out for um for the guy who led the team in scoring last year at age whatever thirty two he was, I think. Toffoli was at that point. Yeah, and you know what, Toffoli, <laughs> he wanted out. So uh, yeah. the trade, the, I actually think the trade was good. Nice. I'm, I'm, you know, obviously the jury's out on it. We'll see at the end of Grove's time here what he's done. But uh, I don't know yeah. how Toffoli's done this year to start. But uh, yeah, it's he has more points. But this is a long term. This is a long term thing. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And I think, uh, yeah, like you said, it's, it's just a bit more time and I just hope we give him more opportunity. Cause you know, right now we got Rosie up with, this is according to cap friendly. We got Rosicka up with Kadri and Dubé on that second line. Um, yeah. So like, and I, I know they're like, Oh, we want to give Adam Rosicka every opportunity to be a top six forward. And it's like, well, okay. Ruzi's been with the team for two, three years now. Like, you know, I I feel like uh, I don't know. <laughs> Ruzi's has a special one, so yeah. So, I mean, so it's a little different. He has so much potential. I think still. Yeah, he showed he showed it last year. You know, the ability to be a point per game player. At least in a small stint. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do think he deserves a shot too. I think you know there's, there's spots in the top six that are like kind of open. Yeah. For for any of these for a number of players on the team right now to kind of grab you know Dubé, Manjapane, Coronado, Ruzicka, Sharon Govich. I think mm-hmm. you know those two top six spots. I think are all very fluid between those five guys. I don't think anyone's secured it yet. Yeah, to be honest. Even though Majapani does have four points in two games, I guess he yeah. got this just yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Manjapane will probably stay on that top spot for a little while. Um, and then who knows? Maybe maybe Coronado can creep up in there um, after a little while if he uh, if he shows market improvement. Not that he hasn't been playing good. It's just um, you know you don't want to push the twenty year old too quickly into that spotlight um, on top of the spotlight that he has shining very brightly on him in Calgary right now. So um, I think, I think it's, it's good for the boys to, you know, kick off the game, kick off the season at home, get that home opener out of the way, feel that energy. And then they're on the road for the next week. Um, I mean, Pittsburgh was their first road game on this road trip. Um, and I think they're on. They play tomorrow. Guess who? Yeah, Washington. <laughs> Guess who's on that team? Yeah, yeah. Mister. Uh, how, uh, how much? How much do you want to bet? Do you want to do a little wager that he's definitely going to score his first NHL goal against us? Probably. 100%. Watch him do it too. One hundred percent, it's going to happen. Oh, he's going to be flying out there. Yeah. He scored some oh, beauties yeah. in the preseason, like some really nice goals. Yeah, it's uh. It is too bad that we didn't we didn't end up being able to. He's playing with Dylan Strom and and fellow Calgary Flame. Um, uh, fellow Calgary Flame rejectee, Sonny Milano. Oh yeah, forty Sonny. goal scorer Sonny Milano. Uh, it's a career. Hmm? Career. Career, career, yeah, yeah, okay, career. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. career, yeah. Um, he's over forty, actually. So, there you go. Good for Sonny, all right. Yeah, right. good for him. No, I, I actually wish Matthew Phillips all the best. I think I, I do. He's... Yeah, I just, I just wish it was on our team, like on the team that you know he Not should like... have been on. Yeah, it's, it's, it, we really did. Or no, Calgary. The the Flames really did mismanage him. Like it just the disrespect <laughs> they showed a a hometown talent is 
especially when like you know they they gave every opportunity to Johnny Gaudreau, who's the same height. Or no, I, I think Johnny's actually a little. Tall. Johnny's bigger, yeah. Johnny's bigger, yeah. but I mean, yeah. no, your point's the same. Like you know, it's a late draft pick who uh, did everything right. You know, went against every naysayer, has done everything he can. Yeah. Led your team, led your AHL team in scoring multiple yeah. seasons. He's clearly like ready to, yeah. to try. Yeah. And then the Flames piss him around. Like, and that's Sutter. I think another reason why Sutter got, like, he did just handled Phillips horribly. Like, like, we brought him up. Yeah. Like, that's all we can do from a, from a GM point of view. It's like, his job is here. I'm bringing this player up. I expect you to, you know, get him in the yeah. lineup. Yeah. And Sutter's like, no. Oh, I'll get him. I'll get him in the lineup, and I'll play him five minutes. <laughs> He's five minutes in the fourth line. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I can't remember what what his actual minutes were last year, but get him on like the power play for the last thirty seconds of the. Yeah, just like not, not yeah, not giving him a fair shake at all. Yeah, yeah, at like at a chance of success, like playing with some skilled guys, give him a game or two just to show you like something, and and you know if it goes horribly, it's not like. It could have gone any worse last year. So, like, yeah, uh, yeah, he, yeah. He played. Sorry, he played nine minutes uh, against Toronto, <laughs> and then he played eight minutes and forty three seconds against Montreal. Yeah, that was that was it in twenty twenty three. And Montreal was a bad team. Like he should have gotten arguably sixteen minutes, like double the amount of minutes. Yeah, just give him a shot. Yeah. yeah. See know. what you got. What the heck do we know? Hey? Yeah, well, <laughs> he's playing on the third line with Dylan Strom and Sonny Milano. So I feel like, yeah, he's going to be flying. Second power play. Oh, he is getting power play time? He's, yeah, he's on the second power play. No. Yeah. He only got 11 minutes that first game. Uh, I expect he's going to get more ice time and probably stick around the league. That's my yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah. Good on Washington to to pick him up though. And the Nabder coach and he nabbed Matthew Phillips. So Well, yeah, Mitch Love, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, Mitch Love, yeah. And I bet you that that's a big reason why Phillips signed there. Oh yeah. Because he probably had I mean he must have had interest from like a lot of other teams. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's, it'll be he'll get a shot and we'll see how he looks tomorrow. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Interesting to see for sure. Um if if, it, if it's Capitals Flames in the finals and he leads that team to <laughs> beating us, I'm gonna seriously consider I don't know, something drastic. <laughs> can't, can't do even, it again. Can't even think about how how that would make you feel, huh? Just, well, seeing St. Louis lift the cup against our flames. Is, yeah, that was pretty fucked. It's a tough yeah. pill. Yeah, that was pretty fucked. Can't do it Especially again. when we should have won that cup. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, if 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 instant replay was... If that play happened now, we would have won the cup. I mean, probably. Yeah. 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 There was still a lot of time left, but yeah, like it was... That team was with Kipper in that. Oh yeah, we would have let we would have shut it down. That that team was so good. Yeah, they were. And like it, it was so good, but but the, the 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 players were so random. Oh yeah, they were dog shit. Yeah, on paper. <laughs> yeah, on paper, it was awful. <laughs> Iggy dragged that team. Oh my god! Yeah, to the finals. Yeah. yeah, Conroy Iggy dragged that team there. Robin McGee, Reggie was good there. Reggie oh, was course, good. Yeah. Um, but then we had like remember Chris Simon was on that team. Yeah, it was Oleg yeah. Zaprikin. Yeah, Oleg. Chris yeah. was such a greasy, greasy <laughs> guy. He was the one. Did he? Was he the one that did the the the, the, the slash at the guy's head? The guy's a psycho. He. I don't think he did that when he was with the Flames. I think he did that when he was with Detroit, wasn't it? But he. But he did do it. He did do it. I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. Chris Simon. Oh, that's yeah. a name. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great team. <laughs> Rhett, Rhett Warner. Yeah, he was there. Rhett, yeah, yeah. 
Sorry, Chris Simon never played for Detroit. I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I just going with. I don't know. I don't know what teams he played for when it when it happened. But yeah, he played. Yeah, he played 16 games, all 16 games in the playoffs. That's seven points for the okay, Flames. 74, 74 penalty minutes. <laughs> that's healthy. <laughs> oh, good for him. Yeah. Seventy-four. That's, that's five minutes a game. That's a fighting game <laughs> for him. That's amazing. You know, if I could be in the NHL, I'll just go out there and drop the mitts. Oh my god! Oh, dude, that year we acquired him from the New York Rangers. He had two hundred and twenty-five penalty minutes in sixty-five games with the Rangers. That's healthy. And then, and then in thirteen games with the Flames in the regular season, he had another twenty-five. So we had 250 penalty minutes that year. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's just a loose cannon, eh? Like, you're oh, dressing this guy. You're like, he's yeah. either going to get a point or he's going to get 20 penalty minutes this game. Yeah. Or it'll be absolutely invisible, but there's just, no in between. Just fucking, yeah. Oh, my God. Just fucking full send. Yeah. Well, good for Crazy. him for carving out an NHL career, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Almost winning the cup. Man, that, <clears> that, that <throat> was a trip back to memory lane. Yeah, well, yeah. Connor, Connor and Iggy will just have to lift it together as as, uh, as management. Front office, yes, yeah. yes. That's gonna yeah. be that's gonna be a good scene, I think. If it, ha- I hope it happens. That would be quite, yeah, quite good. I really do. Yeah, I also hope it happens. Um, that would be nice. Um, I hope Dryden Hunt gets in a game soon. I, uh, oh, just to age. Why did we pick up AJ Green? Yeah, I don't know, dude. Oh, I, I'm I'm not happy about it because there were so many better players on the on the waiver wire. We have, like, we have, well, and we also have Clapka. We have we have Hunt. Yeah. Like these guys are ready. Like like let our own talent play for us. Yeah. <laughs> like why do we gotta sign these drifters? Yeah. These fourth line drifters just to plug up spots. And not like he's been bad or anything, but it's just like. We yeah, have. like he hasn't he, he hasn't contributed to a loss or anything, but like it's just yeah, we have prospects that are like Lapka was was good in preseason, Dryden Hunt was good in the preseason. Like these are guys with potential, and Klapka's huge. He's this big guy that everyone can kind of get behind, you know, cheer for something unique in the league. And oh, we're just gonna pick up some guy that you know we we know what he is. He's gonna work hard. He's gonna put up. 10 points and it'll be fine, but it's nothing. Yeah. It's boring. Know. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It was a very, it well, was a very I, true living pickup one. Like, we just don't give any of the kids a chance. It was just very disingenuine to me. Like, they're like, oh, there's spots. There's spots on the team. Craig's like, there's spots. You know, we're leaving these spots open. It's like, well, not really. If you pick up guys after the training camp, that's just the same thing. That's just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might as well have just picked them up. Yeah, before training camp, yeah. <laughs> like what? Like there's, there's no difference. You're still filling the holes with plugs instead of your prospects. Yeah. You know, and also yeah. like, does it work? Does waivers work the same way as like in fantasy, where you pick a guy and then you're back to the end of the queue, or is it always like it's dependent on your standings in the NHL? I don't know. It's a, good, it's a good question, actually. I think but, it's standing space. I don't think it matters how many times you. Okay. Okay. But I don't. So, but I don't actually know. I don't yeah. Actually know. Yeah. But I mean, if 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 we like, you know, if we were like number one on the waiver wire, and we spent that number one waiver wire on freaking AJ Greer, it's just <laughs> like, what are you doing? You know, like, come on now. Especially when. The Edmonton Oilers had a trio of intriguing prospects that they put on the waiver wire. I would have been hoping. Boy. That's what I'm saying. Like, bro, yeah. he was available. Yeah, that guy. He looked great in the offseason. Why would you oh, not was... pick him up just to stick it to the Oilers? Highly touted prospect. Like, this guy was, you know. And he looked great in the preseason. Yeah, and I don't think good. he played with McDavid or anything like that. He just looked he looked good. He scored. On his own. He's got he's got a good shot, like something yeah. the flames don't really have. Like, yeah, yeah. He yeah. I don't know. I I was I was really like I saw him on the waiver. I'm like, we better fucking pick him up. Like, if I'm Craig Conroy, I don't like I would have just picked him up just to spite the Oilers. Like, come on, man. 
that's yeah, like the just, perfect just, opportunity. Just little head games, you know. That's yeah. yeah. Get that in the other in the in in the in the Holland's in into Holland's head. Yeah. You make mistakes like that. I'm fucking coming for you, dude. Like, how no did grounded. you? How do you let him get away with that? Like, how did anybody because, let him get away with that? Like, that's fucking ridiculous. Because we we had our eyes locked on the next start of flames. AJ Greer, the next AJ star, Greer. the next captain, <laughs> the next captain. <laughs> Settle down. <laughs> All, All right, right. pro Settle scouts. Down. You know, pro scouts. They must love them. The worst pro, the worst pro, dare I say, the worst pro scouting in the NHL. The Calgary Flames probably have the worst pro scouting. I mean, when which one of our, you know, what big Brad Tree Living's biggest failures was was free agent signings. I guess where that comes from, pro scouts. Yeah, and actually, we only had one, apparently, before this year. Really? Yeah, we had one pro scout. Now we have two. Now we got. Peter Lubardius. Actually, very excited for Peter Lubardius. He too, shoots, uh, he scores. I think uh, he's going to be really good, really good at scout, scouting. Yeah, he is. He, he is very detailed. Is he doing? Uh, do you know? If he, is he doing amateur? Or is he doing? Like, is he doing I don't know. Junior I have no idea. Or? No idea. But oh. um, I'm I'm happy. He's got, I think that's where he belongs. He's good at commentating and doing color, but like. Just so knowledgeable of, yeah, so actually, actually learning like what to look for, like actually as a scout. Because I mean, you know, he's like a fan basically in terms of scouting knowledge. Like he doesn't really know what to look for. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but like Let now he'll gain that, and like yeah, yeah his dedication. Like he'll he'll watch hockey. Like he's apparently an absolute psycho. I mean, he's been he's had like eight wives or something. Like I don't know what he's on. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> No, is this hearsay? What is this going on? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I'm just I'm being facetious, you know. I think he's <laughs> he has had he's had a couple of divorces. I, I don't know if it has anything to do with this sports, sports addiction. <laughs> just throwing him right under the bus, you know. Bring a man's personal life. Oh my yeah, goodness! Just the nicest human, too. You know, I could. I could <laughs> yeah, nicest human. Got eight wives. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. You know, he's multiple, multiple. Lives. Oh my goodness! Oops, sorry, sorry, Peter. Gosh. Yeah, I heard it here first. <laughs> no, but okay. Getting back to Chris. Getting back to AJ Greer here. Um, you really want to get me riled up, don't you? You really. Well, I'm just saying, like, no knock on the guy. I, I'm sure he's a great. You know, like you said, he hasn't hurt the team or in any way. I'm sure, you know, we know what to expect out of him, but like, you know, there there is a reason he was on waivers, but it's like I I I really I think it was a mistake that we didn't jump on on a top prospect. Like I, I know I know there's that argument like, "Oh, well, you know, uh, what about what about the the guys that we do that we have? Like there's no room in the top 6." Well, there's fucking room in the top 6. Especially for a guy highly touted you know, I just don't that, get the logic. Like, yeah. I just need someone How? from the Flames management to come to me and be like, and explain the logic because, like, the ceiling on AJ Greer is known. Like, he's a fourth liner. Like, he's not going to turn into a a top sixer for us. But pick up Lavoy or whatever, whatever his name. I don't know how to say his yeah. name, but yeah. that guy has potential. Yeah, okay, he he's on waivers for a reason as well. Like, maybe he wasn't quite there yet, but like. He has potential to be a scorer in this league. They put him on waivers. They put him on waivers because they didn't have the cap room. Yeah, exactly. And like you know, if he was good enough, they would have made it work. Otherwise, it would have dropped someone else. But like, like still, like he has so much potential. (laughs) Yeah, hop on that because we have those spots, like you said. Like we don't even know who our top line winger is yet. We're not. We're shifting it around because. It's so open. Yeah, that's what I mean. And you, you so. could have, you could have let this guy, yeah, start for you. And like, man, just, just imagine this story. Like, you oh, know, yeah. top pros, top former top Oilers prospect killing it on the Flames, and you'd know that he would be, you know, he, he'd have the same drive as Matt Phillips. 
when whenever he played for the for the Flames against the Oilers, like it's just you know, like you 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 have that backing that you know, like okay, like this team actually believes in me. They actually want me to to play, and it just it just baffles me. Like and and not just the Flames too, but like that everybody passed on him. Like what the hell is that? Yeah, like is there something we don't know? Like I don't, there must be. I mean, cap. I will say this: the like, cap is tight this year. Yeah, uh, but I but mean, there's, like, there's a, there's he's a couple, not making there's, like five million dollars no, or some shit. No, like, he's, team, he's on teams, an entry level contract. Yeah, teams could have made it work, especially the Flames. Like, the, the Flames picked up AJ Greer, so like, they clearly could have made Lavoie work. And like, yeah, we just had a lot of we just had a lot of AJ Greers in the minors that are just ready to like, step in, you know? Yeah. And I, it's to me, it just reeks of like the Sutter logic. It's like, well, we got to pick up a fourth line guy that doesn't make any mistakes, you know, defensively. Like, well, first of all, I have two arguments that it's like he definitely will make mistakes. He's not a superstar defenseman or a forward. Yeah. And yeah. One, two, there's no bloody upside to AJ Greer. He's he's not no upside, zero yeah. zero upside. So yeah, yeah. Sorry, rant over. Rant over. Predictions for tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> Matthew Phillip. Okay, yeah, sure. I'm gonna oh say. Boy. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, first prediction of the year. Let's do uh, Flames win. Nice. Um, Flames win. Uh, optimistic of you. Four, four, three, in overtime. Overtime. Um, Cornell gets the game winner in overtime. Uh, Ooh, so, so I like that. Home, I'm putting a lot of details into this. Wow. And Matthew Phillips gets a hat trick. Oh, 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 wow. All three goals come to Matthew Phillips. As he As he breaks out, claims oh the top God. six role with the caps and does not look back. Wow. And becomes the next St. Louis, but not as good. Wow. You heard it here first. That's quite we should, a prediction. Yeah. We should yeah, actually you know do like look we should do look backs on these because we never did last year. And I think No, we didn't. We should, well, you want to write should... them down? Oh sure. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Gosh. Hold on. Let me let me bring up some notes here. Goodness. I'm not even gonna offer a prediction because that was no, too you have to. no, no, you no have to. way, man. How do yeah. I top that? Well, to top it. I Matthew can't. Phillips gets five goals. No. No. I don't want him to get five goals. Matthew Phillips, three goals, turns into a star. Is that what we're saying? So that's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> don't look. Yeah, all right. I Flames like Matthew win. Phillips. I like Matthew Phillips. He's a good old Calgary boy. But he's not in Calgary anymore. So I hope he finishes with a minus four. Big old stinker of a game. But stays in the league. It's just against Calgary. You know. We're going to be his nemesis. He doesn't score against us. His, the Flames always have guys who score against them. Like Ehlers, Vander Kane. Phillips. Know, Phillips. No, <laughs> fuck. Not Phillips. And he's going to be the exception. So it just sounds right. He's going to finish minus four. And the Flames Fair are going to win five to three. Flames okay. will win five. No, I'm going to say five to two. Markstrom needs a good game. He's going to shut the door. Um, five to two, four shots. Five that. to two for the Flames. <laughs> uh, I'm going to stick with your Coronado game-winning goal. I like that. Oh, okay. Um, and then I'm going to say Huberto Potts two. He's due. <laughs> okay. Sure. See what I did there? That's, is it you talking about the rhyme? Yeah. Do and do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he were nice. due. Hubert, oh. Hubert D. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, that's no, that's a, no, that's understandable. Why? Five three, Washington victory or Washington five loss. Two. Fuck. Five, five two, two, Flames victory. I hope it's not a five three Washington victory. But be I really hope not either. I've jinxed it. If See, I told you Washington I wins. I'm never predicting again. Three. I never throw Grant under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Peter Lubardius. Just like Peter Lubardius and his eight wives. (laughs) (laughs) 
ex-wives. He's remarried. His next wife is, sure. is just yeah. lovely. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you all for listening uh, to the first episode of season two of Blasty's Corner. Um, you can find us on all the major podcast directories. Bring your mom. Tell your friends. Um, we'd love to hear from you at Blasty's Corner on Twitter. And uh, yeah, uh, we'll look to, I mean, we'll talk to you again uh, on Wednesday. I think will be our next episode, assuming everything goes right. And uh, yeah, go Flames, go. Let's hope, uh, let's hope Matthew Phillips doesn't get that hat trick and the Flames win five to two. We'll talk to you soon. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.